pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hello, good evening, and welcome to One Life Left. I'm Steve Curran. I am Simon Byron, a level 19 man. <laughs> I'm Anne Scantlebury, and I'm just a woman. Anne, you've got dolled up this evening, haven't I you? Have. you got new, is this, that's a new dress? It is a new dress. A new jacket? A new jacket. What have you got on your feet? New, brand new boots. What is going on? I don't really Is this for know. our super special guest who we'll introduce in a second? It's exactly that. And you're listening to One Life Left, a fashion show. <laughs> How much is your dress worth? Just out of, like, resale value if we were to kill you and try and sell it on? It was in the sale and it was £15. We're not a fashion show. We're a show about video games. And for the next hour, we're going to be talking about video games. You know, we're going to add in other things to the show. Like what? Like features, but also chat about other things around the subject of video games because we're not one-dimensional people, are we, Simon You've Byron? got a new chair. You're easily that distracted. That makes me feel inferior. I don't have a new chair. <laughs> What's going on there? And the bike show said it's really uncomfortable. They, yeah, but they, they ride bikes. That's he, true. And he ended, on, he ended on a track that was basically somebody going, I'm a nasty, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, he did. I was doing the technical stuff I didn't hear. I'm a nasty. Yeah, listen, listen back to it, yeah. Okay. I think Good. he's been drinking. Interesting. <laughs> Taking tablets. He may have done. There are a lot of people in here as well for the bike show, wasn't there? Should we introduce our special guest? <laughs> uh, Louis Proctor, a boss of Savvy Gamer. Hello, welcome. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank- is it- I'm a bit offended you've not noticed my new shirt. Well, uh, I don't see you as often as I do, Anne, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> that's a nice shirt you're wearing. Thank you. Where's it from? Um, next, I think. Okay. Yeah. It's not actually that new, I was just lying. Okay, what about your bad. trousers? Are you wearing they're, any? They're old as well. Are you wearing any? They're old. Oh, I like <laughs> your shoes, though. <laughs> Thank you. News. <laughs> on Monday the 5th of December. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Battlefield 3 has been made illegal in Iran. It's been claimed that a petition by 5,000 Iranian youths led to the move. The game shows the US Army fighting in the capital Tehran and the petition believes the game is purposely released with, at a time when the US is being pushed in, pushing the international community into fearing Iran. EA isn't too fussed though because the game was never legitimately available to purchase there anyway, so any copies sold would have been pirated. Maybe this is the first double illegal game. And so do two illegals make... Make a right. Well, it's it's illegal there, but if you sell it there, it's also illegal. I don't know if that's a loophole you can get. I I just don't understand this. So do you think it's maybe it was a part of some big governmental conspiracy that EA timed the launch of Battlefield to fit with this tension? Yes. Yes. They basically um, extended the development time until a suitable period of conflict. Mm. And then released. I mean, to be fair, we've been a bit annoyed at Iran for ages, haven't we? <sighs> I do what I'm annoyed with is their is their youths. 
Really? Well, they're the ones that petitioned. Yeah. Right. Five thousand of them. The kids, allegedly. Yeah, the kids are, are going. Well, we don't. We want this to be made illegal. Is that presumably so that they can pirate it? But Possibly they're, they're big fans of Mirror's Edge and they thought it's a waste of Dice's time true. making another yes, shooter. And people are after Mirror's Edge too, aren't they? What did the Iranian youths think about that? They gave it a double thumbs up. <laughs> Sony's got a plan to ship loads more PS3s. The company will focus on aiming the console at families and young gamers in 2012. Speaking to official PlayStation magazine SCEE CEO Jim Ryan was eager to say that core gamers will not be neglected but that there will be opening up the market with targeted games and a low price point. Better start putting your pennies in your piggy banks, kids. See, I've noticed this. Yeah, we, we've been talking about it, haven't we? We off have. Off the record, off we the have. radio. Oh. When we've been meeting up for our weekly debrief where we discuss your behaviour and Where we discuss your dresses. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Simon and I both noticed that we've been getting a lot of games from Sony Unsp- for the... M- spam! <laughs> <laughs> for the for the move that we hadn't heard of. Yeah, uh, I, f- I even forget what they're called, but they're like it was medieval w- moves. Moves fitness is one of them, yeah. Right. Um, medieval moves. Quiz ones. There was a carnival moves yeah. one as well. And... Well, I played one of them this week. We'll talk about that in the review section. Okay. But they're clearly marketed at the iToy Play demographic yeah. that Sony went after at the end of the PS2's right. lifespan. So, yeah. Because we were sort of um, wondering, and, and we're not Sony. We're certainly not S C E A C O O. That's S C E E C E O. What does that spell? CEO. Ridiculous combination of company and job title. If you were the CEO, if you're the CEO, what is he, the CEO? CEO. So he could change the name of the company so that his job title wouldn't appear to be so awkward. Yes. He probably won't know. Sony Computer Entertainment America. You can't change America's name. No, Europe isn't. You could do the CEO of it. S C E E. Right. This is E. So, Louis, you you you're obviously aware of these games. Why is that? Well, I think Nintendo made quite a lot of money selling all these kind of games in 2006, 2007, 2008. Looks like Sony would probably like some of that money as well. But are they selling these games? Because they they never chart. We've we've never heard of them. Stealth sales. (laughs) (laughs) Are they illegal? (laughs) Wait, are they just only selling in Iran? Activision has denied that it stores Call of Duty Elite passwords in plain text, but it does admit that it sends unencrypted passwords to registered email accounts on request. This obviously leaves them open to the dreaded hacking. The company has promised that it will change this very quickly. Come on, Activision, passwords are over. It's all about secret handshakes now. Fishing. Fishing to do with fishing to do with the military, right? Oh, what corporal? <laughs> um. Oh no! The only thing that I could think of was Lance Corporal something, and then I went Lance Bass from NSYNC, but he mm. doesn't work. Doesn't work. Well, Pond on those. What I'm more interested in was your use of the word "obviously" in that news story. Yeah, Anne. obviously, so, which implies you know about hacking. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to leave stuff open in plain text, what else am I going to do? Th- this is the, this strikes me as being a, um, a storm in a teacup, isn't it? Um, Pike from Dad's arms. <laughs> <laughs> is that you agreeing with me or not? Let's say yes. <laughs> um, why do you think it's a storm in a teacup? If you had your password on there and it wasn't being protected correctly... But and it is being protected, protected. The only time it's not being protected correctly is when I've forgotten it. So if I email Activision and say, well, what was that? And they go, well... I was actually going to say, well, my password is for everything then. <laughs> <laughs> Which Steve knows. Uh, oh, do you, Steve? I do. Yes. Oh, and so, it's what so colour is it? So if any, <laughs> any attractive spies want to seduce <laughs> me... <laughs> um... But yeah, but that's the only that's the only point in this chain when it's unpro- unprotected, but isn't it? So mm-hmm. what the hackers would have to do is email actors and go, "Hey, hey, no, what's, what's Simon's Call of Duty Elite account?" Exactly, and then, and then and then they can get it. But they can't. No, but there's got to be a tiny little point between the point of email coming in and email going out oh. where they could just duck it, grab it, as it's flying it. through but the only, air. But only if you've originally forgotten it. Well, if you if they've got safe, your email gets hacked. Now they could get you, that your password sent to them, which they could then use for a lot of other there's, stuff. There's a lot more. I think that's the point. You, if you're going to yeah. hack my email and log on to Call of Duty <laughs> after, there's, there's something terrible about the state of my correspondence, doesn't it? <laughs> 
Red Cross is investigating whether games should respect and reflect international humanitarian law. A discussion about how games influence the public perception of war crimes was held at a Red Cross conference last week, but no findings have been announced yet. Two courses of action were discussed, one being to encourage designers and developers to incorporate international humanitarian law in their games, while another included government regulations. We'd take it one step further, though, adding a good bit, bit of smacking for anyone that doesn't comply. What? That was genuine. I've started reading Twitter. That was <laughs> no, I actually have. That was boring. Because it, because it in- involves, like, international I humanitarian law. I was reading you Twitter. You don't even I was, care. So, I sorry, sorry. Anne. The, yeah. the Red Cross want people to respect the Red Cross's rules in video games. So, international humanitarian law, they okay. say, is not being followed or adhered to within video games. But the laws of physics rarely are, are they? <laughs> Either. And they're like, well, maybe, you know, there's a lot of game players out there. If we could change their uh, their views, then... I mean, I assume they're talking about the Call of Duty yeah, and Battlefield yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. So laws like, you know, neither side should attack vehicles with red crosses on and, and You seem like to know that. a lot about war as well. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I working with? Simon, why do you think I'm not interested in those games? Because I live it. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so things like that, which I assume, you know, publishers like Activision and EA would love to put in their games. They're all about realism and stuff. So this is, I don't understand what the debate is. Are they saying the rules of, you know, the Red Cross aren't being adhered to in Smash Brothers? And <laughs> No, no, it is about those games, but I think it's more to do with how civilians are treated, stuff like that. Well, people like you and me? Yeah. Okay. It, no, but in the games. Mm. I don't get it. What? I mean, that's uh, it's fine. It's not your fault. It's no one's fault. Let, we'll just move on. Yeah. And finally, how would you announce that you're working on the next big thing in games? Apparently, the new thing to do is to get a picture of yourself wearing a branded T-shirt posted on Twitter. Then let the internet do the work. A picture of a Valve employee in a Half-Life 3 T-shirt has caused loads of speculation about a new release. But we aren't sure. It might just be something to do with the fashions, and we don't know anything about them. Do you see this? No. Oh, it's incredible, Simon. What happened? So, right. Uh, okay. No, no, no. Just visualise this. Yeah. So it's it's basic. It's a chest, but not one of the lady chests. The, the other men ones. type. The chest. The chest. Um, and it's in a black t-shirt. It's quite close up. The camera. Know? Quite, quite black t-shirt. It well, it could be either then. Chest. Couldn't it? How do you know it's a man? And then it's got a three on it, right. and the three is in orange. And I think it says Half-Life as well. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, honestly. Right, so we don't know who the man is, but he's come lady. Or lady. No, Uh, it's definitely a man. How do you know, though? Because they've tracked down the lady man. Oh, okay. Man, not lady man. (laughs) (laughs) That's a different thing. Right, and and this man works at Valve? He does. Okay, and why why did he do this? One of his friends took the picture and put it up there. Said said that it was all right for him to put it up there. So the theory is that, that what, they've already made the merchandise then? Yes. Right, wow. or, or he is just, he loves his job so much, he just wants to go in every day into work wearing that T-shirt. Here's, here's the other theory, that there was a successful, a phenomenally successful game called Half-Life 2, mm-hmm. and they're planning to follow that up Whoa. with another game in that series... Possibly to cash in on the success of the previous one, what? and they're going to call it Half-Life Three. Is that an exclusive? No, it's yes. not. It's not the whole what, internet what t- saying. What, it. Um, what t-shirts should we get? Though? Interesting. Mm. Well, going off that pattern, Half-Life Four. <laughs> <laughs> one rifle left. Video game news with Anne Scantlebury.
One Life Left going out across London on Resonance 104.4 FM and across the internet at www.onelifeleft.com Apparently there's some problems with the live stream this evening according to our listeners. Derek's um, the most recent complainant but Perpetual Mind Webster um, No, he said it's okay. Uh, Maracus says it. Uh, we're flaky tonight. Thanks! Graveyard that- Tracks by Mi- Misfit Chris. You can hear. It's I like this. Very old style, isn't it? From 8-Bit Collective 8BC.org It's like... Um, Commodore 64 game, is it? Mm, really? I'm sure our listeners remember the Commodore 64. Do you remember the Commodore 64, Louis? Don't remember you the don't. Commodore 64. I remember the Amiga. Right. Uh, that's where your knowledge starts. So, yeah, that's the starting point. How old are you? I'm 24. Get out! <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so, Louis, uh, we, we said you're, you're the boss of Savvy, Savvy Gamer, but we didn't, uh, we didn't, intru- we didn't t- say anything else about the sites. What is it? It's a, a video games bargain site, so I, I check all the retailers and all over the internet for the best deals on games and then get them posted up on Savvy Gamer regularly. When did you start this? It was a side project, side project in my first year of uni, right. and then I ended up dropping out of uni because that was a bit boring, and then kind of done it ever since, so yeah, that's getting on to five years old now. Is it really? Mm-hmm. So, and, 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 and that's, that's what you do, you monitor the prices like... By hand and eye, or do you have any sophisticated back-end software? Uh, nothing like that, no. I have um, pretty good contact with a few of the retailers, so they give me a heads-up uh, of when things are going to be reduced ahead of schedule. And have a lot of my users will send me tips and stuff that I get those posted. Right. When, um, you, when you started it, did you just start doing it as a... Just feeling a bit kind one day. <laughs> Thought you'd start up a website to help people save a bit of money. Yeah, that was that was almost the entirety of, of the motivation for it. But also, I thought like it was going to be hard to get a job with just a degree. So I thought have something as a, a little side project thing to have, uh, and then ended up doing it full time. Yeah. Well, so it's it's a, it's it's a literally a full time job. Well, I mean, every day I do it, yeah, but right. I don't I don't necessarily have to get up at nine o'clock in the morning to do it or anything. Wow. <laughs> oh, wait wait a dream. Second. This is the dream, isn't it? <laughs> Just internet so, shopping all day. So yeah. if, if One Life Left were to uh, decide they wanted to set up a discount... Uh, so, just for example, if we were going to do we it, launched against rivals. <laughs> that's, that, that what, that's what we've become. Isn't it? We've got you in here today, so we can launch against you. <laughs> how would you? How would you recommend over. we start? Well, first off, I'd stay away from the video games. Right. So really, oh, is it a crowded space? Totally crowded space. Uh, is it, is it crowded? Do you, do you have competition? Uh, I think there's a few other people doing a similar thing to me. Yeah, right. But not as good as Let's you. Let's not mention them. No, I'll leave that to we'll, the users. We'll to next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, we'll stay away from that if you don't launch a radio show. Deal. Yeah, or go or on a radio po- or a podcast. <laughs> do you remember the behaviour of the Guardian? Oh, they're That's the worst. We found oh, yeah, out. we do. We'll, we'll talk, talk about, about that later. later. So, uh, um, you've been doing it five years. Have you ever worked out how much money you've saved uh, video games players? Oh, that's hard. I mean, I don't have all of the data, but for the data I showed, it's it's definitely they spend quite a lot. Like I'd say, like more than a million. What? Uh, so more than a million pounds. What? That's amazing. Oh. In like so far, yeah. Right. Like, uh, how do you know this? Because obviously, if, well, if people click through your links, then yeah. you're, you're sort of notified. And yeah, I mean, the different retailers have slightly different systems, but right. basically, I get a record of what people have bought through my links, and right. then I get commissioned from that. Wow! So, uh, and and we would. Uh, that's why you know so much about all the games, is because you know how much all the games cost. So, um, like, do you find yourself walking around traditional retailers? And when I say traditional, I mean bricks. You know, like game and game station, and just going. Why and, and the and the, the people buying stuff in there and just going? Why are you doing this? It's so much more expensive on the high street uh, than is it? How, I'd like to, on average, how much? Well, so most new games, uh, there's a few exceptions, but on the 360 and the PS3, you can get most games for 30 quid at release if you find the best but do you pre-ordered have to deal. Have, yeah, so you have to have pre-ordered them. Yeah, if you wait for the the day before it comes out, you're probably not going to be able to get the best deal. But okay. if you if you have an eye on Savvy Gamer up ahead of release, you'll probably see a good deal. Yeah. Do you have a spot? Uh, bargains in the high streets that aren't on Savvy Gamer and put them on the website even though you can't get affiliate links from that. Yeah, yeah. You I, do. uh, I don't just make any distinction between retailers that do or don't give me commission. Okay. So like Steam, for example, I don't I don't ever get a penny from them, but they're oh, always... They're mean. Yeah. But you, and you said earlier that the Steam sale almost kills you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why was it so complicated? 
oh, well, it's just it's about four or five hours of solid copying and pasting and typing numbers right, and right. links and stuff. Wow. It's kind of brain numbing. So, and you you must get an I'm coming up with another idea here. You must get an idea of how many games are being sold, like within either yeah, like throughout. You, the set number of users you have, one game will be selling more. So you must be able to predict the charts. <gasps> can we? Can we? Can you gamble on the charts? Oh, I'm not sure about that. I mean, let's find out. I definitely get some idea of like which games are probably going to be big. I mean, my audience isn't a good representation of the whole market. So and it's so quite a big many... skew to PC gamers as well, right. obviously, because of my mm. relationship with Rock Paper Shotgun. So, which is uh, I do a weekly column for them, the Virgin Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you did you not know this? Yeah, no, it's okay. We've got an RPS spy in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're, we're we're tight with RPS. Okay, all right, they're cool. It's, well, um, uh, Louis said it's their AGM tomorrow. I think we should go. <laughs> Let's definitely what, what go. What can we vote for? I didn't say it was tomorrow. I said it was this week. Oh, so. did you? Yeah. Oh. Well, is it tomorrow? And it's a secret. <laughs> is it? <laughs> oh. I didn't realize it's a secret. Or or is it? Well, I'm, I'm sure you'd probably be allowed to know when it is, but maybe not all the listeners. Well, <laughs> we, we own shares in Kieran Gillen, don't we? We do. I mean, it was a contract a long time ago. Yeah, really, blood, <laughs> blood, and another fluid. <laughs> Tears, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I have been taught the handshake, but I can't remember it. So is that uh, true as well? Yeah. Right, okay. all of these things. So, 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 so things like Zumba has that surprised you? No, I don't think those type of. Gamers use my website, right. really. So, mm. well, and PC they're not games. really gamers, are they? <laughs> the Zumba people. So, uh, so what's the biggest bargain you've ever found on Savvy Gamer? Ooh, I guess. Um, let me think. This was in the early early years. On when I got my DS Lite, there was there was a game that came out for the DS at launch. Um, what was it called? Crushed. It's not the same as Crush. It's, it's <laughs> okay. Is that where you got the idea from? <laughs> no, it's, it's like a, it's a really naff Ubisoft dating sim. Um, ah, yeah, I know the one yeah. you mean. Dixon's group uh, had that on clearance for 97p, so I went round all of their Manchester shops, bought 30 copies and traded them in for a DS Lite. Wow! Amazing! <laughs> cost me 20 quid. So, awesome. so, what's, yeah. so what's the biggest bargain at the moment, would you say? Um, sort of chart games. Well, obviously, if, if they're on the charts, yeah. it's difficult to get reduced then, is it? Yeah, normally, it seems to be... I don't know if this will change with the VAT regulations changing. It seemed to be that they'd stay at around 30 for a while and then drop to 18 because then they don't have to pay VAT on it when they ship it from the Channel Islands. Right. Oh. So it seemed to be, yeah, a month or two, depending on how well it's sold, then 18 quid. Right. And then trickle down from there. Because I, I, I noticed today that... Um, what was what was going cheap... To, sorry, cheapish today? Something like... Bat- didn't Batman go down to something like twenty four yeah. pounds? So, so what, what? What's the average weight? So you either buy it beforehand or wait rough like how long? It varies loads depending on the game. Like if it's a flop, then often it'll be cheap really quickly. Uh, but something like Call of Duty doesn't really drop in price till the next one comes out. Right. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool Good stuff. Right. Uh, thanks, Louis. We're going to have one of our regular features right now. We'll be back after this. I'm Daria, and this is Command Marks Economy for the week of the 7th November, 3rd December. Just a heads up, um, this week's chart is pretty boring. It's what being there is probably like same old, but different positions in the chart, obviously. Number 10, Super Mario 3D Land. Number 9, Battlefield 3. Number 8, Mario Kart 7. Number 10, Professor Layton and the Spectroscore. Number 6, Saints Row the 3rd. Number 8, The Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim. Number 4, Just Dance 3. Seriously, are you saying that dancing is more fun than killing dragons? Even though they're not actually real, but dancing is kind of real, it burns your calories and you get fitter, but it doesn't matter! They're dragons! Number 3, Assassin's Creed Revelations. Number 2, FIFA 12. Number 19, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 3. Oh, what a surprise. I'm Daria, and that was my Command Marks Economy. I hope your week is more fun than this chart. Thanks, Daria. All the things she said. She's got a different uh, different theme this week. Did she request that? No, 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 no. It was just it's nice to mix things up sometimes. I do like it? this song. Keeping with the Russian theme, of course. Tattoo... 
one of Russia's most famous exports. <laughs> <laughs> there are, yeah. What's funny that's about that? Nothing. Whatever. They're from Whatever. Russia. That's funny. All <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, what are we going to do now? It's, it's One Life Left. It's your favourite video game radio show. Yeah, I think it's time uh, you stopped hearing from us and we heard from you. It's letters. Uh, dear OLL team and SSFOTS, super special friend of the show, okay, I get it. Um, the last few weeks have been a practical avalanche of amazing game releases with Skyrim, Uncharted 3, Batman Arkham City and more. But the one game I've been anticipating was Rayman Origins. Rayman Origins is easily one of the most wonderful platforming games to grace consoles for many years now and I'm amazed that so few people seem to have paid attention to it. All I've been hearing about lately is Modern Warfare 3, Battlefield 3, Saints Row the Third, etc. When Rayman has been completely overlooked. Rayman Origins is my personal game of the year for 2011, but I fear it will go completely unnoticed and that may uh, and that may make it more difficult for the creators to make a sequel or even other companies to make similar games. Spread the word, One Life Left. Rayman Origins for game of the year, or at the very least, let it have second after Skyrim. Yeah, can have second. Well, this, is, this sounds to me like the perfect sort of game then, Louis, isn't it? Like a critically... See, that, Ben's not the first person I've seen uh, Lord Rayman Origins, but um, it doesn't appear to have been... Is it in the charts? I, I don't know. I, I didn't really like the demo. I thought the right. jumping was a bit off. Okay. So, well, let's not argue with the listeners. But, but <laughs> let's tell other listeners who might want to... Um, like, presumably, it's going quite cheap now, is it? Do you know off the top of your No, head? I think it's still, still at full price, that one. Oh. But I'll, I'll keep an eye out for a good deal on it, definitely. Okay. Thank you. Steve. Hello, team and possible super special guest. Actual. Right, Bastion. The strangest thing happened to me in Skyrim the other Except- day. <laughs> oh. Standing in the middle of an inn, I ran it. This is great because I'm still on my cold turkey not playing it, but this right. is kind of like methadone to me, just reading about other people. Okay, standing in the middle of an inn, I ran into a priest who was arranging weddings. He told me that I could wear a special necklace which would make any woman interested in being willing to marry me. Being obviously interested in this, I told him I'd take one. I would have taken loads. <laughs> I wouldn't need loads. <laughs> Says something about the pair of us. Well, you're playing a man in Skyrim. You're playing Kelly Clark. I was seeing right necklace. Thing is, I was, I was already carrying an overabundance of dragon bones, armour, weapons, and a random assortment of books. Getting this necklace meant I was officially overpacked and unable to do anything apart from walk around slowly. Searching my inventory, I found a slab of raw meat, something I probably <laughs> looted by accident. I always specify that. I'm not, I'm not the sort of guy to that. loot. <laughs> What's that you got there? I'll have that. <laughs> It was exactly the the amount of weight I needed to lose in order to run around again. I know that feeling as well. And not worth a dime. So I quickly dropped it on the floor. I shouldn't have done that. Immediately after I left the game's inventory system, five NPCs rose from their chairs. I saw it first, one of them uttered, to which another one responded with, It's mine! When one of the nobles told a warrior wielding a two-handed sword that she could have it over her dead body, she agreed. Drawing her blade, she stabbed the man to death. Nice. <laughs> and then he ends abruptly. Awesome bug or awesome Easter egg. You decide. I thought the wedding was going to come back. And right. I thought he was going to marry a corpse. Next? Yeah. Yeah. What happens next, listeners? Email us. Email us. Team at onelifeleft.com. Louis. Hi, OLL and SSG. Not being fortunate, and then he's, then he's put a question mark in brackets, enough to have encountered Craig the Rage McKellen in Meat Space, I'm not sure how to pass his poetry. My enjoyment of the abject perversity of most of his recent features is tempered by some bizarre sympathy for the man. Perhaps the brutality, uh, the brutally florid descriptions of the people in the moral vacuum of his life, combined with a piercing pity, is Craig's true appeal. What a horrific concept. Love the show, Travis. (laughs) (laughs) That loved the show. Thanks, Travis. I sent that email on to Craig because I thought he'd be pleased to read it. And then I saw him the other day. And I asked him, I said, Craig, did you, uh, did you get the email I sent, brightly? And he just fixed me with a stare. <laughs> and he just said, just nodded slowly, said, right. yes. And we didn't speak of it again. <laughs> if you want us to pass on any, any more comments to Craig, email us. Team at onelifeleft.com. Uh, final letter. Hi, team. It's possible super special guest. Uh, I've never really been a great thrifty game buyer, normally because it ends awkwardly or badly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, this is from Dom. Dom used to have expanded on this. <laughs> what way did it awkwardly or badly? You've probably been dropping more meat all over the yeah, place. My first experience with Christmas bargains was when I was desperately looking for a present for my brother. So my wallet only contained £8. I opted to rummage through games' cheapo section. After trawling through the millions of teaching games no one had ever heard of and simulators of things you wonder why they'd want to sim, I ended up buying a copy of Championship Manager 2. When it was unwrapped, a look of, oh, well, you tried, fell upon me, and then took up, and then it took up residence in the cupboard under the stairs forevermore. After which, I decided there was a reason why it was called the bargain bin. Nowadays, I wait for those delightful little sales that pop up in Steam and, and end up spending more money than I have buying hundreds of two to five pound games, all of which never fail to delight me, at least in comparison to anything I found in the bin. Cheers, team. Merry Christmas. And that. Is that a common tale, Louis? Well, just first, before I address that, I want to check, is the copy of Championship Manager 2 still sealed? Because you could always return it and <sighs> swap it for something else. Savvy that game, <laughs> But yeah, if you look out on Savvy Gamer around before Christmas time, I'll have lots of uh, good deals there for presents. Well, and I was going to mention that although it looks like the live stream, so if you're listening outside of London, uh, you won't be getting in touch with us. But uh, if people are wondering what to buy their Christmas, their friends or relatives for Christmas, can they tweet us? At One Life Left. And uh, you can give them some advice and tell them the best place to buy it from. Sure. Like, no, no, I'm you? at Savvy Gamer as well, so if you want to... Try and steal our listeners. Get past the... <laughs> Set up a podcast, are you? <laughs> Wait for our new site. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> OLLBargains.com Slow is the brilliant piece of music you can hear in the background. Again, you can get that from 8bitcollective.org, 8bc.org. Let's launch an 8-bit music site. Brilliant. 9bc. We are One Life Left. Special guest on the show is Louis of Savvy Gamer. Are you having a nice time, Louis? Very much enjoying myself, thank you. Uh, we had a nice time the other day, didn't we? We did, yeah. Uh, what day are we talking about? Friday. Friday we had a nice time Friday. Uh, we went to the, uh, well, as, as we discussed last week, we went to the Industry Fight Club. Yeah. We were invited there by last week's guest, as is as is tradition now. Yeah. So our guest always invites us somewhere, and Louis has been kind enough. We'll be on. going along to the RPS AGM, <laughs> voting them all out. <laughs> Taking it over. Because we're launching our own PC gaming website. No, let's no, let's take it over, but then just um, just change the format. It's not about PC anymore. <laughs> it's about iPhone games <laughs> and Zumba. Yeah, let's do that. Rockpaperzumba.com <laughs> on a uh, on a Wii Fit board. But yeah, we went to uh, we went to Fight Club, which was an evening devoted to fighting, and we thought after our behaviour at the Games Media Awards, we'd fit in perfectly. Yeah. Which we did, didn't we? We did, uh, it we were, um, We booed a lot of people. We were on form, <laughs> weren't we? Rambunctious one life left. So before we did that, we, we hooked up for a drink with Parco and Keith Stewart. It was really nice, wasn't it? Parco came to London, and he came to see us, we thought. Yeah, he said, be nice to have a drink before and then, the And then club. he said, oh, can I bring Keith along? Keith Stewart, the Guardian. We, we're friends with Keith. We had beef with him for a while, didn't we? <laughs> for an afternoon. We feel as if we... Well, I feel as if we need to be extra super kind to anybody from the Guardian at all times, given we pushed one of them over. Yes, that's true. <laughs> we did have beef with Keith for a while, because uh, we've mentioned it on, on the show before. He published 
list of five things. Uh, five Nottingham like Game City, City, which quickly had to become six things <laughs> with our addition. So well, actually, let's see if we can get... Next time he does something like that, let's see if he can include something that we did that wasn't at where he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, so so we met up with Simon at the, at the pub before Fight Club, and that was, that was nice, and he brought along Keith, who we don't have beef with anymore. No beef, Keith. <laughs> no beef, Keith. So we asked what what they've been doing because that's nice. Simon's now working for the Guardian. Simon Parking, yeah. Simon Parking. That's exclusive news, everybody. So we we were we were quite excited about that, and we thought well, it's great to see two of our good friends yeah. working together. It's great, and you know, in many ways we have such a close relationship with the Guardian that in many ways one life left's like their official podcast. We isn't are, it? we are like that. Yeah, we, that's how we've always considered ourselves, and that's how we thought they considered us. We as didn't well. think we needed to say anything about that. Amongst friends, it's just unspoken, isn't it? Yeah, I don't tell you I love you every day, Steve, do I? But we know. As it turns out, best it was left unspoken, <laughs> contractually, because when I talked to Simon Parkin about what he'd been up to that day, actually, no, I didn't talk to him. When Keith mentioned to me what they had been up to that day, turns out they had been recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So, let's find them. Well, let's, well, once we've, uh, well, actually. Let's start you, our own news exactly. website. So, well, yeah. The Better Guardian. So, Guardianest. Yeah. Uh, God, I don't know. The yeah, but anyway. Anyway, sorry. We shouldn't be, we shouldn't, yeah, so we. It's not so, important. It's not important. Well, getting, well, in a, in a way, good luck to them. Yeah. In a, I mean, in a way. <laughs> what day do they record? <laughs> Uh, they, well, well they, Friday because Friday, yeah. right. So let's make sure they come on our show every week, so they'll have nothing to talk about when they get to their show. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. Apart from us, yeah, exactly. Friday morning. Let's Actually, we did say we were going to go on it, didn't we? We did. We did. Yeah, we didn't say can we come on. Listeners, we... listeners, don't tell them, but we're going to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's three of us. There's only two of them. We could definitely push at uh, least one of them over. They, uh, well, they had um, Alex Kotoski in as well. She's yeah. I'll fierce. take her. Will you? I will take her down. Wow. Yeah. So let's definitely get on their podcast. What um, what phrase can we say? Actually, yeah, uh, we do need your letters. <laughs> <laughs> so can you email us in a lie or a phrase that we are to say on the game on the Guardian Games Games podcast uh, rather than the radio show? Uh, email to team at one. Left up also, one. it's our last show of the year next year. So do email anything next else week. About next week, yeah, it's the last show of the year next week. Uh, email in anything else about 2012. <laughs> the way things go at this time of year in the online market. My top seller over the last week has been Formula One 2009 on the Wii, which has been reaching the giddy heights of £40 at times. And I sold Morrowind Game of the Year Edition for the original Xbox of £50. Though the likes of Just Dance 3 and One Warfare 3 are hogging the top two places in the charts, I wasn't interested in buying the latter when it was offered to me earlier this week. I don't see why I should bother. No one's buying these games from my market store, and frankly for the price people want for them I can barely make any money. Why bother paying someone £25 to make £5 when I can buy Formula 1 for the Wii for 12 and make over double that? understand the appeal for shops in buying these games. It can make people come back for more, lure them into the store and maybe they'll stop and buy something else. You can make more money from them and maybe trade some games. For me, the occasion of selling a premium game is so rare that it's just not worth the bother. The online customer doesn't come back to you for another game, they just buy from whoever is the cheapest and has a reasonable rating. CEX and GameStation, you can both fight over those premium quadruple A titles all you like. I'm not interested anymore, but I'll happily buy your undervalued C grade titles. I'm Derek Williams, and this is my super profitable free market economy. Thanks, Derek. Does that experience chime with yours, Louis? Uh, well, the high street. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't really choose to shop to buy games on the high street anymore. You wouldn't buy games off Derek. 
Of Derek, definitely, yeah. If I ever ever get a chance to pop along to his market store, I have actually uh, sold games from him to savvy gamer users. I did a big post when he. He's your dealer. Yeah, no. something like his that. Fence. Yeah, he came across a whole box <laughs> of copies of Civilization. So, yeah. well, and it was nice as well because they're all personalised because they were handwritten <laughs> Civilization on there in Biro, weren't yeah. they? Yeah, nice. And it was all in French. <laughs> Uh, um, yes, and would you buy a music CD from Derek? Um, I don't. I, I had a compulsion to get rid of all physical CDs a few years ago. Right. So what I would do is I would I would buy the One Life Left one, to rip, to, to, rip it to my yes. PC, <laughs> give it to someone as a gift. Why not? Oh, because they can, the new, uh, the new One Life Left CD. I've had an email from Derek says he's says it's ten to fourteen days away. Told me that as well. Yeah. He was after Parker's email, and that was a couple of days away as well. So. Uh, he, had, he had some he had, he had some complications with the forms apparently. Oh, okay, I see. Admin, it's not important. Boring. Yeah. Boring. So uh, Anne, you said something to Keith Stewart. You were telling yeah, us. I told you. Oh yeah. No. 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 We, Sorry, we should yeah, rewind yeah. because okay. we, in our excitement about the Guardian's betrayal, <laughs> we forgot to tell you anything about Fight Club. So Fight Club was an evening themed around fighting games, and one life left. That was Simon punching himself. It's my, like my hand is Keith Stewart. Right. <laughs> Wow. So, uh, we we went along as One Life Left, didn't we? And um, we watched some fighting. We watched uh, some video games. We did, yes. Uh, It was good, wasn't it? There were lots of people playing fighting video games. I beat Steve Owen at pool, uh, first game. I beat Anne Scantlebury at air hockey. No, do you know what? I realised, you know, we were like, why did the first game reset? It's because I won. No, it's not. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, carry on. (laughs) It's not. That's that's a sweet idea. It is. It's actually what happened. Beat Anne Scantlebury at... uh, Motorbike racing, right? And, definitely did that. And beat on Scantlebury at uh, Outrun. Outrun. What two. happened? Um, I was playing it so hard, I smashed a glass of wine, which yes. is probably for the best because yeah. you would had quite a lot of glasses of wine. Yeah. So can we get back to you calling Keith Stewart the very worst swear word? Oh no, it wasn't the very worst. Second it was one down. <laughs> um, yeah. So all I did was I turned up. I was like, "Oh hi, Keith. How you doing?" And then Steve walked over and said, "Do you know what he's been doing? Just recording a podcast." And I said, "Well." F you! <laughs> and walked off and I didn't see you again for the rest of the night. <laughs> so you went home crying. <laughs> so, um, so, so a couple of other things. Uh, yeah. When I woke up on Saturday, uh, there was silver oh, handwriting no. on my chest. Yeah, I signed your chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. We now we yeah. we broke into the VIP room yeah. and signed signed a Namco logo and a Capcom logo because we we are non-partisan. There's a picture of that on the Twitter. <laughs> and then uh, I left to get train. Uh, and I said, did you stay much later? Yeah. Um. I punched my channel. <laughs> nice. I I You'd, stood you... behind um, Matt Lee's from OXM yeah. and he got pushed over. <laughs> Nothing to do with you. I just started chanting at anybody that was playing the game, take your top off. And then, um, who's Ryan, what's his last name? Ryan King. King. Who won? Nearly did. Did We booed Dan Maher. We did. Um, And then we went, oh no, we really like him. Yeah, well no, we booed him. Because we thought he'd won. It turns (laughs) out he'd lost. So (laughs) it looked looked like we were supporting him. Which is a disaster. Yeah. And... The oh biggest gossip of the night. This is outrageous. At the end of the night, and this is so Miles, raw. Miles turned up, did he, to get a cat <laughs> taxi with Anne? I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say the name okay. of the Guardian writer involved in this. <laughs> but Keith left earlier, right? It's, and it's the newest Guardian writer. Is it? <laughs> I'm not going to say. Doesn't matter. The VG247, the popular <laughs> popular video gaming website, you know? You know how formal they are. Yeah. News. Yeah, exactly. No fluff. Straight yeah. to the point. Yeah. VG247 was reclining. Tired, presumably, out of, you know, so much news yeah. had arrived at that evening. So VG247 was reclining. <laughs> I can't. I mean, so this Guardian writer... <laughs> right. <laughs> Went and suckled <laughs> <laughs> on VG twenty. Well, that's proof then. That's proof that where the Guardian gets its news. Maybe he was drawing news directly <laughs> from the source. <laughs> exactly. But it didn't just happen once. He went in for a second <laughs> suck. Why VG twenty four seven allowed the Guardian no. to suckle on no, its own no. teeth? No, 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 no. He didn't want it. But he was too <laughs> tired to fight him off. He was in an awkward position. Um, a Guardian writer was atop him. <laughs> 
This happened. <sighs> wow. Yeah. One Life Left exclusive. It's odds on OD. The festive period is with us once more. So it's time to have a think which computer game will be the Christmas number one this year. I've been having a lot of fun with Saints Row 3. Walking down the street with what can only be described as a giant purple sex toy smacking people round the head. It's great. It's the stuff dreams are made of. But no... That won't be Christmas number one. There's only one game that's going to go to, and that's Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Remember, keep your odds on. Odds on OD. on OD and this is the review section oh. we need to do a diagram of uh, games news sort of relationship so like who we like who we dislike and then who is sucking on the teeth of the others and hope that's so maybe we'll do that you can put that on our Twitter which is at uh, at one life left on Twitter <laughs> what have you been playing this weekend oh I've been playing uh this section come as some surprise yeah, to you. Just a little bit. One second. Let me find... Simon, what Oven have you break. been playing? Oven oh, break. Okay. But so basically, I just went on the app store and I started scrolling down until I found something that looked a bit Christmassy because I was feeling fairly Christmassy. Okay. Um, and this has a gingerbread man with a Santa's hat on. So I... That is, that is literally really Christmas. And that is Christmas. It's more Christmas than the, the, the baby Jesus. Exactly. So in it, you are a gingerbread man who is trying to break out of the oven... Um, and, and stop being eaten, I guess. Um, so you have to... You run along many surfaces, jumping, swinging on things, sliding under things, collecting jelly beans, um, until you die. Uh, and it is good. It wasn't super Christmassy, though, and I got really annoyed when I tried to... Um, to get the Christmas level, you had to go into Facebook and like it, and I never do that. But I was like, you no. You respect your friends too much, yeah. don't you? Well, I thought, well, actually, that's kind of the only reason that I bought this, is because I wanted the Christmas level. So I did it, and then it said error. <gasps> so I didn't even get the flipping level. I was furious, but it's actually quite, an, quite a nice game. Pretty easy. Um, You're just very good. <laughs> No, yeah, <laughs> that. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's totally fine, and you might not be able to get the Christmas level. I will give it 7 out of 10. Who wants to go next? Simon? Uh, I've been playing, and you'll like this, Louis, uh, FIFA 12. Not because you're necessarily a fan of FIFA, but because it was free. Whoa. Yes, I got it yeah, from a torrent site. <laughs> if you go to the pirate... No, it's free on um, Xperia Play. Uh, currently, free now and between now and January uh, for Xperia Play. You only. love your Xperia I Play, very, you? I very much oh. love my new phone. Um, so this is FIFA 12. It's a 1.5 gig download, but boy, it's got a lot of football in it. And it uses... Um, so FIFA 10 comes installed on the... On the um, phone this is streets ahead of it i would say it's pretty much the best handheld football game i've played um it's it's got the occasional slowdown like it, it, it like i sort of wonder whether your phone's doing other stuff like being a phone um so it does it does sort of really crawl up to almost skyrim speed at some points it's a bit annoying in that i was playing on the train um if somebody calls you, it just cuts out. <laughs> That's really annoying. <laughs> uh, so put your phone into airplane mode. There is yeah, no way been... of getting out of the game and checking your texts and email and things like that. It makes it more realistic, like real football, though. Exactly. You can't, you can't, can't stop real football. Yeah, and so, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it's... Um, 
it's uh, it's lacking some modes. So it's lacking multiplayer. It's lacking uh, player transfers and stuff like that. But apart from that, it's got daily challenges, um, league modes, uh, all the licensed teams, all the licenses. Unfortunately, it's, all, it's also got commentary from Clive Tildesley and... Uh, yeah, and that, is, that is awful. Awful. But it plays really well. Uh, the analogue nubs, uh, which um, sort of operate like a sort of track pad, uh, work surprisingly well. Um, and I was surprised at that, because I've been playing this game as well, right. and I was surprised at how well they work, but also... It's uncomfortable sometimes. I do find that. Yeah, now... Um, I find I, I press too hard on Yeah, I, I've, I've got a hard case on the back of my phone, which makes it slightly thicker, so it's slightly right, more right. comfortable to play. But, um, yeah, it's it's not ideal. But I was surprised at how well they work. I think they work better than any similar device. Definitely. And, but I do wonder how much of it is... Like, whether any of it is software. Because I've been, pla- I've been scoring some great goals. And I started on the easiest um, mode, and then I've moved up now to... I think it's, like, amateur or, what, or something like that. But, yes, like, I can play through... Balls and passes, like not with 100% accuracy all the time, but sometimes, like, it just does exactly what I'm aiming to do. It's, mm. it's really lovely. I've found that too. And it's free. Yeah, I've been, I've been really enjoying it. Uh, I won the League Cup earlier today. Have you? Well, I'm playing, as, the, I'm playing the League. As AFC Wimbledon. Did you? Because Stockport aren't in the game anymore. Because they're no longer in the League. Yeah. Longer in the league. Which was really horrible yeah. to, to see. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, it's I, great. Uh, if, you're an, uh, if you're an Xperia player owner, download it. If you're not an Xperia player owner, buy one. They're pretty cheap at the moment. You can train your old mobile phones and, uh, yeah. I've seen them going for about 150, online. You can get up to 130. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I'm more savvy than yeah. you, Louis. You need to take care of the phones then. That can be your, your yeah, specialist. This yeah. show is to be a launch platform for our Yeah. Our, our credentials website. are already proved. proved so you'll get every, every single item 20 quid cheaper exactly. on our side. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what have you been playing, Lou? I've been playing a game called Waves on the PC. It's, uh, it's a twin-stick shooter, kind okay. of uh, similar to something along the lines of Geometry Wars, but I would say maybe so closer to Geometry Wars Waves, which ah, was... It was. It was. Yes. Um, but I would say it's quite a bit prettier. Oh. Rather than being in a rectangle, you're in a circle. Um, that is pretty 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's got a really nice rhythm to it. There's a, okay. a brilliant combo mechanic and, and bomb system. Fantastic game. Six ninety nine. And the uh, the developers on Twitter. Four ninety nine. Yeah. And <laughs> and he he's rubbish so. at the game, so it's uh, quite fun to follow him and antagonise him for not being any good at it. I think we'll have to pay people thirteen pounds and a penny <laughs> to <laughs> play. There's a problem. Oh dear, gonna have to think this through. Uh, do you have a score for it? It's a 7 out of 10 for 7 me. out of 10, okay. I've been playing oh, loads of things. I completed Costume Quest last night, finally. It's been sitting on my, oh, I'll go back and do that. Even though I super enjoyed it, things have always been distracting me. Absolutely brilliant game. Like, I, I love that game. Uh, 7 out of 10. I've been playing those move games. Have you? Seen. Yeah. You must have been bored. I played Carnival. Um, I think it's called... I don't know. It's got carnival in the name. Right. The reason I'm not... This isn't going to be the most professional review is I couldn't... It, it crashed on me after playing it, which was really disappointing. I didn't right. bother to boot it up again. It's an absolutely, totally competent collection of move uh, minigames set in a carnival with quite cute creatures leading them. So you play, you know, a game where you, um, uh, where you flip coins at targets. You play another game where you shoot things with a pop gun. You play another game where you hit targets to make frogs bounce. It's all very, very sweet. It's very, very reminiscent of the iToy play games if you've got a kid. And the move, uh, this is a good title to buy. I've also been playing Move um, Mindbenders, I think it's called, which is a collection of three games, which I believe are available on PSN. There's Tumble, which is like reverse Jenga, where you're going to stack blocks. I really enjoyed that. I don't know, have you played any of these? No. Or I'll just keep talking. I prefer Boombox. But Tumble is really good as well. I thought. Yeah. I thought it was. I thought the best thing about Tumble is it's a game that you couldn't do on the Wii or Connect. You see, you say you prefer Boombox, but I think yeah. Boombox, you know, knows that the thing is not the most accurate and relies on this. The whole point about Tumble is that it, it has to be incredibly accurate. It's all about balancing um, and all about tiny, tiny movements. I think it's great use of the move for that, and I really, really enjoyed it. It's quite sort of. Um, I won't say mundane, but. It's quite sort of low-key in its presentation, which is fine, I think, for a game like that. Lemmings I haven't played yet on there, but the other game on this was Echo Chrome 2. Now, I don't know whether I ever reviewed Echo Chrome for One Life Left. 
Yeah, I think you gave it 7 out of 10. Yeah, it was a disappointment to me, honestly, because I loved the conceit of it. I thought it was very, very, very clever, but there just didn't seem to be a game in there for me. It was so flat. And in keeping with that, Echo Crim 2 is exactly the same. It's based on the idea that your move controller is a light and casts shadows of these geometric shapes on a wall and you have to move your, uh, very similar to Echo Chrome, sort of mannequin across to an exit, use the shadows, cast the right sort of shadows, manipulate them like that. Totally functional game mechanic. It's absolutely it's clever. Um, is, it, is this a PSP game originally? Was it Echochrome, the first one? Um, I think you can get it on PSP as well. Oh. It may have been originally. I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure whether it was. Um, let's I say yes. Let's, let's say yes. Let's say yes. Let's say absolutely no joy in this game at all just so flat it's like for me it's like doing a sudoku like that's the closest you, you complete it and then you're like so yeah the, uh, uh, what's that just, just filled in it time just filled in yeah. time and that's not what I want I can imagine it being uh, oh sorry mm. gone past the theme I can imagine it being worthwhile perhaps on a portable format when you are literally looking to, yeah. to Get remove time bit, yeah, yeah. But on this, it, it was really, really disappointing for me. So, again, although I love the mechanic, I can't really give the game um, any more than, I guess, 7 out of 10. Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Flowers. It's a nano loop track taken from 8 Bit Collective and it's by. I always have trouble with saying these names which have got numbers in them, but Les 3AM, let's say. It's Les and then 3 and then an AM. Right, nice. Do you like it? It's good. It's good. It's nice, gentle. You had a nice time today, Simon. Yeah, that's good. I don't, don't mean to take you away from your tweeting. I was I was checking an email to see whether uh, you were going to go on out this evening. Uh, okay. That's what I was doing. Oh, thanks. One life left. It's a team mostly <laughs> done by <laughs> Steve and his PA. <laughs> uh, Anne, have you had a nice time today? I've had a lovely time, always. Always good. So, in that sense, it's been average. Um, no, it's been good for me. I've had a nice time. That's how I rate these shows. Have I had a nice time? Yes. Good. Good, and most importantly, Louis, have you had a nice time today? Thoroughly enjoyed myself, thank you very much. So how can we keep track of you? You're on Twitter, Savvy Twitter, Gamer. Twitter, Louis P. Oh, yeah. Savvy Gamer, it's spelt with one V, because I'm dyslexic, so I right. should spell it, but without without two Vs. Uh, Savvy Gamer's on Twitter as well, same okay. spelling. Those are my things. Good, keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you, you, you too. In. Uh, keep up the, ad- the, ad- the adequate work, I guess. Right, what have we got coming up this week? Coming up this week, 
uh, we have the Indivisibility Awards. Yes, on Saturday. Yes, Saturday. of course. Which you're coming to, Louis. Yeah, I'll be there. We Good. will report back on how that has gone. Uh, Anne because thinks we should do some preparation. I think we shouldn't. And I get the deciding I... vote, so we are going to prepare. Good. <laughs> we owe it. We owe that much to Dan Marshall. We owe very little else. So. Good, right. See you there on Saturday. We then. will see you all there on Saturday. Thanks, Until Louis. then. We have been One Life Left. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.